Blog Talk Radio. Hey, living guy here. Wow. What a view. I am... <laughs> Look at this view. I mean, and there's the Hudson. I'm at my friend's house, Jay, who uh, fortunately got into an accident. Let's just uh, do blessings for Jay. And uh, an up-and-coming boxer. We'll bring his name in in a minute. But it's not the point. The point is the view here today. Now, the view here is like off the hook. Why is he's got this apartment in Yonkers right on the water. I mean, hold on. Let me open this window so you can hear the, the freaking eagles. Seagulls on the water in the Hudson, and I'm looking at the science barge, which has solar panels powering its sucker up. It's got wind turbines powering it up. It's got a greenhouses. I mean, man, what a place to do a blog talk radio show. So, anyway, we've been here for a while just catching up because Jay's gotten to that accident, but we, I'm looking at these boats coming in. It's the most amazing view. The Hudson and the water, everything just makes you take everything in perspective here. So, you know, I think that's what really it's all about. Taking everything in perspective. Uh, We now have a crazy tour coming up, everybody, that you probably heard of. Going to California. Going to PA. Outside of Philly, but we're going to talk about that. We've got some good possible things going on with some uh, big companies talking about green lighting. And, oh, we've got somebody on the phone. Who is it? Is it Mr. Brian Howard? Hey, Seth. How's it going? Yes. And we are now talking with Mr. Brian Howard, my co-author, from the Daily Green first little, little company, you know, and they're doing, and we're doing with McGraw-Hill, green lighting. We're promoting it, and we're rocking it out. And uh, how you been? You doing well? Good. Yeah, thanks for having me on the show here. This is fun. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. So tell me what it's been like to green your lighting now, Mr. Brian. <laughs> I mean, isn't this crazy, this whole book experience and uh, doing this whole tour that I'm working on? And, uh, you know, and yesterday we just got... Russell Gerke, Renewable Energies for Your Home, just got hooked up with on Tree Hugger. Yeah. Great story. And uh, with the Green Guru Guides and Green Lighting is part of the Green Guru Guides. So it's like, it's crazy. This is, you know, the support is is is, is uh, really creating a slow groundswell, if you know what I mean. So tell me what, what you're hearing out there on the street for yourself. Yeah, you well, uh, thanks a lot. Conversations uh, on green lighting. You know, of course, it was uh, through you, your invite that I got uh, involved in the first place, and it's, it's been really exciting. Yeah. Well, you've, so, you've uh, done some books, so I I've, I've worked, I worked on some, but this is the first to have my yeah. name on the cover. So that was, uh, oh, you know, with okay. yours and okay. Bill's, that, that was pretty exciting. So, uh, yeah. so I've been in the green space uh, about ten years, doing, uh, you know, and that's kind of what I studied in college too. So I've always covered, especially for consumer stuff, and that's what we do at the Daily Green. But I really got a chance, uh, enjoyed getting a chance to focus on lighting for a while because I didn't know a whole heck of a lot about it, certainly less than I thought I did, I guess, but it's exciting because it turns out it's one of the 
the best places to put your money in terms of going green because it has some of the fastest payback times uh, you know of anything right. you could do so that's been really exciting and seeing the technology progress is uh you know because even when we started working on the book leds weren't near as far as they are today and will be over the next right. few months there's some really exciting bulbs coming out so that that's been pretty cool it's, it's fun to explore that with you and, and i culture. believe that these types of books and our talk only helps grow the free market which is really what it's all about i mean we're yeah. trying to there's a lot of free stuff public in policy you know i thought about this really a lot hard last night about what green lighting really stands for it, it, it's about not even creating public policy as a law you know those guys in washington this is about actually creating free market products that will help you green your lighting better than a freaking cfl with merck or even you know and doing something that's dimmable and doing you know having tech to access to products on the market at reasonable prices yeah and, and i like the one that you wrote uh yeah. Yeah. i like the one that you wrote that we included that uh you know said we weren't aware in all of our research of any lighting upgrades that won't pay for itself eventually. Uh, you know, and some some of the really high end, uh, really nice LED work is going to take a few years. But that's you know, there's, yeah. we we know of some renewable energy projects that really won't pay for themselves. Like there's a geothermal install I know in this, uh, this oh, really nice conference center in uh, California. That's uh, right. they just really went all out, and that's it's never going to pay for itself. You know, even in you know, many decades, but that's not the case with lighting. So there's more opportunity there to get in for everybody. Well, it's a quick payback, and it makes you get really as as uh, what was it Ed Begley used to say addicted to going green because it's mm. the quickest payback, and it's an, an economic it's an economic rush. You know, it's like oh my gosh, I'm saving cash. Yeah, this isn't yes. I love that part too that you wrote where you uh, where you talked about how you after you change your first bulb to a CFL in your house and you you calculated out the money you'd save a month and you're like how many bulbs do I have oh geez that's gonna add up I like that uh, light bulb moment that you had yes it's an, it was the epiphany of the of the green lighting yes and it's like that's what I think people need to experience it's like with any transformative technology the same experience happened for me happened for people when they would get into an electric car you know mm. i mean it's like you get in there you drive that thing it change you, you change forever you yeah you've been in an electric car yourself you know you may yeah. put your butt in that thing. Nice. It, it's like completely different than anything especially a tesla roadster sport oh. <laughs> that thing is a rocket ship yeah they gave me the keys on that one for a half an hour right before oh. new year's that is awesome <laughs> what? yeah yeah that's dangerous. <laughs> Dangerously fun there. Oh, you know, Did you get a chance know. to, to actually open up? Highway and of course, well, oh. let's just say I opened it up, and I, but of course I obeyed all traffic rules <laughs> <laughs> in the city of New York. <laughs> and the state of New York. But I hauled it. I mean, it popped. Oh, my gosh. You know, you get down a nice avenue where nobody's drive, nobody's around. Sure. Step on the throttle. I mean, that's it. Yep. That's awesome. It's great. But, I mean, that's another thing, too, about just, like, saving energy and and reducing our reliance on oil. uh, Yeah. I was actually looking at CNBC today, and there's now a military order, a military order to uh, start reducing the military's reliance on imported oils. Well, that makes a lot of sense. 
They use a lot of fuel. Well, yeah, right. Well, once they get it, it, they realize it's just pure cash that we're yeah. spending every day. So it's not like we don't have the access to capital. Like, you know, it's not like we can't get money. <laughs> you know, it's a bunch of hordes. I think we just spend too much in the wrong places, and one of them is big time is energy. Oh, if we look at every product, you know, we'll get there on people understanding green. But lighting, as we know, is the easiest, quickest way to go. Yep. So tell me some of your other uh, experiences that you've had. Yeah, well, with, what uh, you mentioned earlier, uh, dimmers, that, that's one thing that was really exciting to me to, to research because uh, I, I have much more appreciation for them now. In fact, some of the experts that I talked to said that uh, it, it maybe even makes more sense to put a dimmer on than to really worry about changing your bulb because, for one thing, it's going to automatically increase your quality of life because it gives you more control. And it's going to, uh, you know, every time you turn that down, every time you dim, you save energy. So in most modern dimmers now, too, just by putting it in the wall, the, the circuit's more efficient. So you're already going to be saving energy, even if you never use yeah. it. But studies show Correct. that people use them because, they're, you know, they make a nice atmosphere. It's great for entertaining. It's, uh, you know, good for evening, different times of the day. So it's really, uh, it's, it's really a win-win thing. And dimmers have gotten so much uh, more advanced. You can get fancy ones with LEDs and touch panels and stuff, or you can just get a basic one, and those have come down in price so much for you know just a couple bucks. And it's really only uh, hooking up like two or three wires in the back, so uh, anyone can do that. So you know that's that's really an underappreciated thing. Like I got yeah. I mean, I, I, I what you were just talking about. I'm totally surprised about the concept of like. Uh, uh, how the price? I mean, I saw, uh, you know, with the Ferox bulbs, mm-hmm. like half the price of most. What's up with that? You know, like the one that we had on our cover. Yeah, those are cheaper. Which oh yeah, means amazing. That we're totally jacking ourselves up on the price, and you know, I feel angry getting that GE 10 watt. But man, the GE 10 watt LED, Brian, nothing like it. Got to admit. I'm pretty impressed for now. I'd love to yeah. see more LED lighting coming soon on the market, and I got some announcements coming soon. Yeah, they're really but, and the quality uh, of light. It's really getting close. Oh. The uh, you know just within since when we started working on the book that the LED uh, they call them retrofit bulbs, which are in other words, it's a, a truly a replacement bulb for a you know typical incandescent. You can literally just screw it into any fixture, and it works. These bulbs have gotten, they've pretty much halved in price just from when we started working on the book, and the light quality is much better. In fact, it's getting hard to actually tell the light, you know, if you were to close your eyes, or, well, not close your eyes, but if you were to turn away from the bulb itself, it's actually getting pretty tough to tell the LEDs from yeah. the incandescents that we're used to. So it's really exciting. Correct. And they're now, like 20 bucks now. People, yeah, I mean, just so people are aware, there are certain particular places that incandescents do work, like in very hot factories. Um, if you're in an extremely hot factory, mercury does not go well because it's a yeah. Gas. If you have yeah, for for of course LEDs don't have mercury, but yeah, all fluorescents do, including CFLs. Right. So yeah, that's a good point. If uh, that's a place where LEDs are really good, if uh, you know if you have a lot of mechanical stress, a lot of heat. If you have too much heat, then yeah, the LEDs. Uh, heat I mean, does it, decrease well, the, the light. Yeah, I mean, in certain so instances, that, that is the heat. The LEDs don't work. Yeah, that yeah, heat heat is bad for LEDs. That's true. Like excessive heat. So right. yeah, in that so case, you uh, gotta do 
it's like factories, but not many, you know, not factories that are using extreme levels of heat. Yeah. Like molting lava and stuff. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, they would, yeah, they wouldn't, they wouldn't work with that kind of. Yeah, but I guess the point is, is that that's the only real area. I mean, outdoor lighting. Yeah. Forget about it. Outdoor lighting. Forget about it. I mean. Uh, yeah, I that's a place where LEDs particular. Uh, yeah, I mean, think of fluorescents don't do well on coal. Yeah, isn't that funny? These guys don't even, you know. Finally, I saw a Sunoco in Long Island that had LEDs. And awesome. it was the most amazing light known to humanity. I mean, it was just like, yeah, we're here. We're here. And I think that's what's so great about green lighting and this tour and the opportunity to talk about it to people and uh, and make it work, you know, because that's what it's all about. Um, are you having any dates soon? You're working, you've got Saturday, you're speaking somewhere? Yes, the uh, Green Market Exposition in Bridgeport, Connecticut. Yeah. be speaking there at 1 and uh, on a couple of panels, too, during the day, and we're going to be signing some books. So, come right. Bridgeport's only an hour out of New York City. It's uh, about uh, maybe 45 minutes from Hartford, a couple hours from Springfield. I think I'm going to add that to the Green Living Guide book tour site because, I mean, it's oh, like, great. you know, part of the whole book tour. So uh, I'll say it's you, but, you know. And then you're the awesome. first guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's for under the big tour, and you can promote the tour and all that kind of stuff. But I think that's going right. to be good for, you know, people, you and I to have. And Russ Gerke, I just heard, has a bunch of tours set up. Great. Yeah, he had great. one yesterday. Oh, great. I didn't even know. Oh, yeah. And then I just heard Carl Volga will build you an electric motorcycle. Is uh, he got one in some other great magazine that I just heard of? Great. So our Green Guru guys are really rocking it out. I'm really impressed. I'm really glad that people are starting to listen and read and just absorb it because it will only help them out. You know, that's <laughs> what we're trying to do, right? Definitely. Right? We're just trying to save what planet we've got and and life. You know. A lot of cash in people's pockets. They don't need to be going to the utility companies. Yep. Or the oil companies. Yep. And if energy companies would get smart, they would just start developing the technology themselves versus fighting it. <laughs> lawsuits and all that other kind of stuff. Yeah. We know about. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's not, that is one area where they've been more on board with lighting. You know, a few yeah. years ago, you saw most utilities giving out like free CFLs and or rebates for them because it really helps them uh, manage their demand, right. like, especially in summer when they really have to worry about those peak loads. So over, to, they have given quite a bit of support for green lighting. It's definitely one of the easiest ways right. to decrease demand, which is the way to not right have now, to build more sure. power plants. Yeah, I mean that's the whole point is reducing our our need of power plants, isn't it? Really. Yeah, I mean, nobody wants I mean, a power plant in their backyard. Yeah, everybody gets a little numbie. <laughs> so why don't people just get serious? Like, I mean, and if they're even thinking in middle America now, I want to let you know, the tree hugger has even mentioned this book is perfect for middle America. It's for people that can't believe Absolutely. it. Absolutely. That don't believe it. You know? And it'll help them recognize it pretty quick in middle America. 
And I think that's what's really awesome about renewable energies for your home. But, of yeah. course, it talks about lighting, you know, talk, but not his more thing is solar and, uh, and biodiesel, but green lighting is the easiest layup. It's actually yep. cheaper than doing anything else. So yep. it might cost you, like, for an LED, a good one, maybe like 50, 60 bucks. But, and we'll keep it real, but, you know, you're going to get, like, 10 to 15 bucks back if you're in a bad, possibly in a bad utility area like New York City or Westchester or Connecticut. Connecticut probably even worse. You got your yep. worse than mine, I think. Yeah, it's Connecticut has the highest rates in the country. Yeah. New York so, is second. And second I'm not highest. even feeling the heat. Huh? Yeah, we're the second highest, right? Yeah. It's yep. crazy. So I was saying before, just so you're aware, I'm at my friend Jay's house who uh, just got he got into a car accident, but it's unfortunate, and we're, 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 we're doing it here. But the best part is there's this where literally he's got a view on Yonkers right on those apartments on the Hudson. Yep. I'm looking at, guess what his is right in front of, but six floors up, the science barge. Oh, cool. <laughs> and I told the audience that's listening that, uh, you know, we got the solar panels, we got the wind turbines right on the water. We got, I think there might even be some other kind of reformer in there. I can't even see. And then they got the greenhouses. That's great. It's just the perfect place. To be doing a show right on the water, and the boats are passing by. That's great. So, you know, doing just trying to provide a nice, clean place. It would be nice if the water was a little bit cleaner, but GE sooner or later, hopefully, will pick the next tab up, like BP picks up. Supposed to be, <laughs> really supposed to be getting there. Yeah. Well, you know, I think BP yeah, uh, definitely is a case of precedence now. Yeah. Cleaning up, but you screwed up. I like that. Definitely. You know, we just screwed up. That might become a story, Brian. Yeah. <laughs> on the Daily Green. <laughs> and the best part is we'll get on a Yahoo Green. Yahoo! <laughs> I said it. There you go. How do you like that, Brian? I Great. said it. So. <laughs> yeah, Yahoo is one of our uh, I know those good partners. Yahoo are going to love it. They're going to eat it up. So the, we're, I'm here, and he's here with the, uh, my friend Jay is here with a friend who is a soon-to-be boxer, up-and-coming boxer. Wow. Hall of Famer, he's saying, <laughs> who's helping Jay out in his time of need. So, you know, but it's the That's perfect great. place, and everything's good. I think that you, you just uh, need to keep on trumping in those, those articles, those stories that you're doing on the Daily Green and uh, talking about green lighting because it's simple. It's the easiest layup. It really is, and I think that's what's exciting about the tour. If you got any other dates, it'll be on the Green Living Guys website. It'll be on the Green Living Guy tour page, and we'll make a really accentuated spot for that. And uh, here's another big one. You ready for the Green Living Guy tour? We've got shirts now. Hey, great. From a lot to say about electric cars. And for starters, right? And that's that's great. Well, it's definitely the right time. Yeah, and you get a 10% off discount if you use the coupon code that I'm going to give everybody. So it'll be up there soon. Uh, so keep in touch on the Green Living Guy, and you'll see the shirt up there like pretty soon. It'll also be on electrifyingtimes.com. Great. And hopefully it's on the Daily Green. But anyway, uh, charge yeah. an electric car for four to eight hours, 
and you'll, let's see, power up for miles on clean, green travel. You'll also, hold on, let's see what else they say. You'll also decrease toxic, noxic emissions created from petroleum. All that for the cost of about a dollar a day. How do you not get a charge out of that? www.alottosay.com. All one word. Because that's because the Green Living guys always got, as you know, Brian, a lot to say. Yeah. <laughs> you can't not say that about me. Yep. So, Good yeah. fit. so there you go. So www.alottosay.com, but we're going to have the, the electric shirt, and these guys and girls can get it. So it wasn't just a guy thing, because the guys, the guy knows a girl needs to get her shirt, too. <laughs> So we need to get both men and women involved in the electric car movement to get our reliance. Definitely. So let me ask you, which, uh, which of the new electric cars coming out are you most excited about? Well, of course, I'm always ex- excited about Tesla Motors. Mm. Um, I'm also excited about um, Fister. I'm also excited yep. about simple things like A123 and iMotion. I think kind of motion could really do a lot to convert the Priuses that are on the road. I mean, talk about an easy layup, Ryan. That's what the whole point of build your own plug-in hybrid electric vehicle is. Um, yes, we can convert any car, and we should, to plug-in hybrid if we could right now, today. And there are companies that are starting to propel that in the free market, you know, on websites and whatever, and that's great. But what I was talking about is the easier layup right now the government can do is you got all those Priuses and Ford Escapes. Why don't we just convert them? Get 100 miles a gallon if they're driving around yeah. highway and re- local roads, or if they're driving all local road, it could be an all-electric car, so then you're talking about 200-something miles a gallon. Right? Yeah. So I thought that was the easy layup. But uh, they went for Casper Clunkers. Right. <laughs> Well, do you, what do you think the uh, result of that was? I mean, obviously it was very popular. It's, it sold out quickly. Do you think it was ultimately? Do you think it was a good thing? No. Yes and no. I mean, yes because we took vehicles off the road, but no right. because we didn't replace them like anything electric drive or really give the incentive. Mm. We only gave incentives. You know, I mean, people could have bought a brand new truck if they wanted for goodness sake. Yeah. And what that's what true. kind of incentive is that? So yeah, the standards are pretty you know, low. Fool me once, what? Fool <laughs> me twice, what? You know. <laughs> it's a missed so, opportunity. That was my opinion. That's why I wrote that article on on Yahoo about it. Right. Or on the Daily Green, you know? Yeah. That's why I believe that. I think yeah, that if they started taking some of that money, like Felix Kramer is talking about at Calcars, okay? Take some of that money, convert them over. It's the easiest layout. Ford Escapes, hybrids, and the Toyota Priuses. Yeah. So I know you've, uh, you've got your hands dirty on some of the actual uh, conversions, right? Yes, uh, now, how involved is that? Look, man, I got two ways of putting it for people. <laughs> Either you know what you're doing, and you do it, right? It's expensive. It means a car, taking out a car, parts of a car and putting in brand new parts. Mm-hmm. 
Or you can go to the directory in the back of the book, which has a directory of gotcha. all the different conversion specialists and parts and whatever you need out there. And I think that's the greatest part about it. Um, so if I... So if I have a, say I have a hybrid escape, uh, how much would it cost me to, to get a conversion, like roughly? Of, um, like a hybrid Honda escape? Yeah, if I, if I want to com- get it converted to a plug-in hybrid. You could, oh, into like a plug-in hybrid? Yeah. Um, I think you can't do it with a Honda. I think you can only do it right now because of the Honda drive system. But I bet you you could with a local guy, a uh-huh. smaller person, who's not like an A123. And it would probably cost you about seven to $10,000 to do it correctly, even on lead acid. Uh-huh. That's with possible tax credits. <clears throat> gotcha. So about, you know, 10, I've heard the worst case scenario, like the Prius plug-in hybrid, it might cost you twelve five, then you get the rebates. It just comes down to seventy five hundred because it's legit, and then you're getting two hundred miles a gallon around the town. Gotcha. Literally, literally. So it doesn't pay for itself uh, quite as quick as lighting does, but still, uh, yep. still pretty it cool. It doesn't, but on the grandiose scale, it, it, the whole point of building an electric vehicle is really also talking about the discussion. Mm. electric cars and our need to get off this oil. And I think inevitably we'll get there, but the plug-in hybrids is definitely a, a for better, cheaper step than an electric car initially. Because <clears throat> we all know that electric cars initially, unless we bring down the battery costs to be realistic, because they're not right now. Right. Um, but it, the supp- yes, the supply is getting less, but the problem is they're being built in China. They need to be built here really cheap and we can do it and once we start doing that kind of stuff electric cars unconditionally will be cheaper i mean i think that project better place with the battery swap is going to be a pretty sick thing if he actually does pull this off could be an interesting formula if not people can be building their own there is better access to uh product you can get motors and controllers that are a lot better now than even at the beginning of the book when I did it in 2008. So the technology is more accessible than it was before, so you will see a different increase and wave of people starting to convert, which will only then further the discussion about electric drive and our transition toward full electric drive. Very cool. <clears throat> I got a chance yeah. actually yesterday to drive the Ford Transit Connect. The uh, how was it? it? It's pretty amazing for it's. Uh, for those of you who don't know, it's uh, they're going to start rolling them out to fleets. I think in December. It's really designed to be a fleet yeah. vehicle. It's an all-electric commercial van. And uh, for you know, I have actually driven a few commercial vans different times moving and stuff, and this is definitely the peppiest one I've ever driven. Because usually, you know, a vehicle like that is tough to turn. It's real uh, tough to accelerate. This thing is it's quick. It moves yeah. nicely. It's incredibly quiet, yeah. really comfortable. Yeah. They've got really nice uh, options inside. And it right. can go 80 to 100 miles, I think, on a charge. Which right. So they're really pushing it out to fleets because 
fleets that are doing 30, 40, 50 miles a day, typically on uh, doing a local delivery route, that's perfect. And they're already getting, uh, I guess they've got some pilot stuff going. They've got really good feedback about the, uh, you know, to save so much money. And the maintenance, oh, yeah. you know, there's almost no maintenance on it. There so there's no, no moving parts really. in the engine. I mean, you just, can just save keeping air in the tires. Yeah, I always used to joke that the, the only fluid you'll change is the washer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I think that's literally true because, uh, you know, that's it. Otherwise, everything is solid state. So you get right. great reliability. Yeah. And there are so more it makes a lot of sense that for... have, have brought product to market, and that's what's fantastic. You know, there are more companies out there that have brought uh, product to market, which is what makes uh, electric cars exciting. But, you know, enough of that really quick. We've got about 90 seconds left on this show. Um, and I think it's important to let people know that uh, green lighting is the thing. I mean, and yep, Brian Howard is definitely place to start. the man who turned it out. I mean, I know I put it as far as I could, but you definitely helped make it a reality. And that's the applause to you, you know, really think Thank about you. that. So um, next thing for us to do is just work together and make it happen, and I think we will. And I think, you know, our one small step at a time today, as you'll now be a part of, like I was with Ted Danson and Gloria Rubin and all those cool, and Rohit from the mayor's office that you hooked me up with at the Daily Green, uh, you know, awards show. It's that, you know, one small step at a time. So yeah, and right I hope you can come back LED. in uh, April, too, for, uh, for Heart of Green uh, 2011. That, that'll be great, you know. That will be great. You know, one small step. And today, you know, just go. If you go, you can't afford the LED, okay. Go CFL. Go CFL. And then once you get that rush, go LED, and it will change your life forever. Green Living Absolutely. Guys say, no. Peace. Thank you, Brian. Thank and you. Now, oh, my pleasure, man. And uh, just realized that uh, just so you're aware of the show and for the audience that will be listening after the show, that can, uh, the show is uh, not on live, but we are still streaming. So I just want to say thank you, Brian, for all your work. And uh, just definitely keep up the, the trumpet on this thing. The more... Daily Green and McGraw and everybody can work together, I think the more effective we can be uh, as a message. You know, we are really all one message, and if we start to really combine our forces together, like I said to you before about another situation, and I'll leave it at that, united we stand, divided yeah. we fall. <laughs> yeah. All right, man, have a good one. And everybody should go to, of course, thedailygreen.com, or you can go to yahoogreen.com. they got some articles there. And Brian Howard's the Earth Guy, right? And yep. what do you have on the Daily Green that people can look for really quick? Well, just uh, today you're going to be putting up uh, another Q&A about uh, the green lighting book, so you can find out more information about that and more tips and tricks for greening up your house. Excellent, excellent, excellent. This is the way to rock it. And by the way, everyone, don't forget, if you want to, you can go get that green lighting book right off of the, the website on the, on the story page so you can pick it up, get it. Don't have to – I mean, finally, some companies are putting it together. Put the story and the book on the same page. Make it so you can get the book, you know? It's a good idea. And 
you'll be able to get it there. And I just want to say, Brian is the literary man in the house that makes it happen. You think he, you think he's Mr. Silent Guy, but he's just making it happen. I'm telling you, people, he's he's a, he's a uh, Earth Guy rock star to be reckoned with. And uh, thanks again, Brian, for all your help. Thank you. All right, man. Later. Bye.